This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's going on? It's Victory Monday. Mitchell Renz here, host of the Raiders Report. And coming up here on today's show, we're going to get into the latest around Jimmy Garoppolo, his injury news. Josh McDaniel said that the quarterback dodged a bullet, but is he going to be playing this upcoming week against the Chicago Bears? And if he's healthy, should he play this week up against the Chicago Bears? On top of that, we're also going to be looking at who should be the starting QB if Jimmy G is un unable to go. Obviously, we saw Brian Hoyer play yesterday, and honestly, I thought he looked pretty decent. 6-10 for 102 yards, completed the longest pass of the season to Trey Tucker for 48. Or do you roll with the rookie Aiden O'Connell in his first start? Didn't look all that great, definitely struggled, had some rookies ups and downs, but you can definitely see the upside in the mustache. As always, if you want to get those questions, comments here on the show, use hashtag Raiders or you can super chat to vent if you need to vent about anything that you saw yesterday because don't get me wrong, I am unbelievably happy that the Raiders won that game. But then again, you're looking at this offense right now, and it's still one of the worst offenses in the entire National Football League. And until Josh McDaniels gets that offense going, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about this Raiders team overall. And then at the very, very end of today's show, we will do a duck race. So if anybody wants to get those names in, $10 Venmo at Mitchell Renz, ah, $20 Venmo at Mitchell Renz 365 for a duck race at the end. The only other deal that I have for you guys today is this. I'm trying to fill up this Raiders helmet. $10 Super Chat, and I'm going to add your name on our Raiders helmet. Obviously, we still have a lot of spots to go once this gets filled up. We're going to ship it off and send it to a Raiders fan. Let's welcome in Jeremy Chucks. He's a little Woo! bit nervous. His Astros are getting ready to play here in hey. about 30 minutes. Are they going to win today because they didn't win yesterday? Not, not nervous, just excited. All right, hey, we'll, We're not we'll, nervous. We'll see. Who should start at quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, if you believe? It's Jimmy Garoppolo type JG. Brian Hoyer, BH. Aiden O'Connell, AOC. My answer is going to be coming up here a little bit later on today's show. Chucks, if you were in a room with McDaniels and Ziegler, who would you tell them to start? If I was in a room with McDaniels and Ziegler, that'd be a shitty situation. I'd be, I'd be like, damn, I really need to get out of this room. <laughs> this is. I'd soccer this punch. Sucks. I'd soccer punch McDaniels. If I walked into a room and, it, and and I realized I was trapped with McDaniels and Ziegler, it would be like that scene from The Office where Toby comes back. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. no! Uh -huh. um, 
But in all honesty, I'd say start Aiden O'Connell and just see what you have in the rest of the year, at least into next year, and know going into the offseason, like, yo, is Aiden O'Connell, is he showing me stuff that I'm like, okay, I can build on that for next season? Or do I need to just scrap it and go with Brian Hoyer for my, for my future? <laughs> for my future. If Brian Hoyer is the future quarterback in the Las Vegas Raiders, we're in, we're in a lot of trouble. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, let's give some shout-outs here on the show. I see Matt Thomas says Aiden O'Connell. Martin, what up, Chugs? Queen Sarah Otto is going to roll with AOC. Raider Mester says AOC is not ready. Ziegler, isn't that bad? AOC from Abel, DJ Primo, Brian Hoyer has no turnovers. Jimmy Garoppolo from Primo to King. Juan Hernandez says, let's go with Aiden O'Connell. We out here entertainment. Going to go with Aiden O'Connell. So Lesbo also rolling with Aiden O'Connell. I got another question coming up here on the show. But first, I do want to tell you about our sponsor here. Huge shout out to Factor. Factor Meals. Factor Meals. I, I got home last night, Jeremy, after a big time Raiders 21 to 17 win over the New England Patriots. And yeah. this might be surprising. I did not feel like cooking when I got home. Oh, no, of course not. I texted Alex. I go, hey, babe, do we have anything for dinner? She said, no, sorry, I didn't make anything. I go, I'm going to be home in five minutes. Pop one of those factor meals. That way when I sit down, it's ready to go. And what's crazy is she honestly probably could have lied to me and said, yes, I did make you honey mustard chicken. Or, yes, I did make you chicken and mushroom tetrazzini. Because I'm telling you right now, the food that you guys can get from factor meals, and all you got to do is go down in the comments, or you can go down in the description below, and you can see that if you go to factormeals.com slash RaidersChat50 and use code RaidersChat50 to get 50% off, I'm going to say it again in case maybe you were sleeping. That's code RaidersChat50 at factormeals.com slash RaidersChat50 to get 50% off. If you're just too busy this October, too busy this fall to cook, and heck, maybe you don't even like to cook, but you like to enjoy good-tasting food like Chugs and I do, it's an awesome place to pick your pre-made meals, prepped and cooked to perfection. All you got to do is heat and enjoy. No mess. No cleanup. Huge shout-out to Factor for sponsoring Victory Monday here on the Raiders Report. And Primo said, I need that food. It's not a want. You need it. No, it's – here's the thing. I know when I tell people that you can put it in the microwave, heat, and enjoy, some of y'all out there, probably just like me when I first heard about it, I was skeptical. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. And then you actually eat it and try it. You're like, wow, this is not what I expected at all. And that's what makes it great. All right, Jeremy, who you got tonight, Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, Chargers. Yeah, I woke up this morning, and my dad, one of the very first questions he asked me, he goes, who the hell are you rooting for tonight? I'm like, shit, it's kind of a good question. I Obviously, living down here in Dallas, I can't stand a lot of the Cowboys fans that I've been able to run into. On top of that, my fiance, she's a Cowboys fan, but I can never root for the Chargers. So for tonight, let's go Cowboys. Give me D-A-L. What about you? You going to go with the boys or you going to go with the Chargers tonight? It's tough. This is a shitty one. I mean, you're you're from Houston, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, Raider Meister, they're going to go with Dallas. Um, I'm seeing a lot of Dallases in here. I can't stand the Cowboys. Oh, you know what? But I can't stand the Chargers either. Give me a tie. A tie. Safety valve. If it ends up being a tie, I'm doing a boot to start Tuesday's show. Tomorrow. Boot. Tomorrow. If this game Dude, ends up being a tie. If it's a tie, I'm immediately FaceTiming Tom Downey during his live show. David Zahn, always have to root against the discharges. 
Imagine if their their team was the Los Angeles Discharges. Wow, that's uh, I'd love to see that logo. So, I oh, we actually have a couple of super chats. We do have two super chats, which I I'm laughing at the first one that we got here from Rebel because we were actually talking about Rebel Montana a few minutes before the live show got started because Marsh said, "Yo, Rebel tweeted at me or something like that," and then he tagged us all in it. Did you hug Marshall today? He got heartbroken. I uh, One of the reasons why I love what we do on these shows and you know a lot of the stuff that we do is because it's like that real raw emotion. And you know you see it as a fan, and Marshall wears his heart on the sleeve a lot like I do. And watching that Giants game unfold the way that it did, the best part was they were winning the entire game. Now, sure, it was a shitty game for the most part, but the fact that they couldn't score it there at the end with Tyrod Taylor or Tyrod, however you want to pronounce the name, I did not hug Marshall yet, but I'll have to do it. What up, Derek? Got to start AOC. He may not be ready, but if he struggles, at least you know Hoyer is serviceable in the offense. And, you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit today, and I, I owe Brian Hoyer a little bit of an apology because you got to give Hoyer some credit. Dude stepped up yesterday and played well. And whether you agree with this statement or not, that's totally fine. Watching the Raiders' offense yesterday with Brian Hoyer as a whole looked better than what it has the entire season with Jimmy Garoppolo. Is that a true or false statement? Type T for true, type F for false. If I'd say if 75% people right now type T for true, then that tells me everything that I need to know about Jimmy Garoppolo because... Yes, Brian Hoyer played well, but Brian Hoyer is not a top 32 quarterback in the NFL, and the hope was that Jimmy Garoppolo was still able to be a serviceable backup. The problem is he's not that guy. Not only is he washed, he's also banged up already. He's got a bad foot. Now he's going to have another back injury. He's clearly not 100% healthy, but maybe he can run the McDaniels offense better. I, I don't know. Seeing a lot of tees, though. Right now, PG 2869, Justin Fields is out. Who are you preparing for? By the way, I took six as a game. Jimmy Garoppolo would be out. Raiders! I mean, I'm never going to root for a player to get hurt, and I'm never going to wish for Jimmy Garoppolo to be out. Like, if he's healthy and then the Raiders go a different direction, totally fine. If he's out, he's out. But uh, Justin Fields, it's not confirmed that he is out, it is just doubtful. So they're going to continue to update. Uh, I was talking to our Bears guy here, Harrison, and you've heard some of the updates from Ian Rappaport, their head coach. Again, it's not confirmed he's out. It's just that it is doubtful that he plays with a dislocated finger. But we will talk about it. In terms of who the backup is. Tyler Bajan. Tyler Bajan or the a man can dream. Their third string quarterback's Nathan Peterman. A man can dream, Jeremy. A man can dream. The Stu's Music Box. I got to add them to our Helmet Hall of Fame here. Remember, every $10 Super Chat, I'm putting y'all on the Helmet Hall of Fame. Chugs, what does it say? BH looked comfortable and competent in the bulk of his plays. Was able to spread the ball around and keep the Pats guessing. I would say give BH a start at least for a half and see how it goes. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I understand that people want to roll with Brian Hoyer, and he did. He, he looked pretty damn good yesterday. Now, I also admit that a lot of the times when you don't prepare for a certain type of quarterback and then you end up going up against that QB, they can look better. It kind of reminds me of a few seasons ago, if you remember week 15 when the Raiders and Chargers were playing, 
when Mariota went in the game and the Chargers prepared for D.C., they got a totally different QB in Mariota. Now, you know, the way that McDaniels runs his offense, it's still basically the exact same thing. Like Garoppolo is very close to Brian Hoyer, who's very close to a guy like Aiden O'Connell in terms of the way that they play. I do, though. I, I agree with the idea that Brian Hoyer played well. However, I don't want to take a half a football of what I saw from Hoyer, compare that to what you saw in the preseason, what I heard during the offseason, and then what I've seen his entire career, and I don't want two quarters of football to outweigh what I think the entire sample size of Brian Hoyer is because it's a big game. Like I get it's the Chicago Bears. You can't sleep on anybody in the NFL. Week five, week six, excuse me, prove that. The 49ers lost. The Eagles lost. I mean, backup QBs reign supreme this week. So I get it that it's not going to be Justin Fields, but you got to go into this mindset that you got to beat Chicago to go to 4-3 and three because then you got the Detroit Lions on Monday Night Football, and I don't think that you're beating those guys. So if you lose to Chicago, there's a lot better chance that you're 3-5 and five than being 4-4. Four and four. What up, Adrian? Hey, Mitch, say we win at least eight games and end up in the middle of the draft. How much of the farm would we have to sell to get into the top three for a QB? I mean, you'd have to sell a lot. If you're in the middle of the pack, which here's the problem with the Raiders, I, I don't think that they are good enough to be a playoff caliber team. I think right now they're probably one of the worst three and three football teams I've seen in a very, very long time because of how bad the quarterback position is. The defense has played better. Yes, they've gone up against bad teams on offense. Their offense, to me, as a whole, is good. It's just they have bottom three quarterback play right now from top to bottom. And now you're going to be giving Raider fans hope, which, hey, I'm all about a good win, and maybe they can get it rolling. All it takes is for you to get hot at the right moment down the stretch of the football season. But if you're in that teens area and you're trying to get up into the top three, I actually think it's a, like what the 49ers gave up for Trey Lance, I think it's at least that like I think you're giving up at least three first round picks because it's Caleb Williams it's Drake May the way Penix has been playing there's gonna be a lot of teams vying for that quarterback position especially teams that are at the very very top right now what up Jay Roy Chugs wore a Texans jersey yesterday I mean he does a Texans show I I would have him wear a Texans sh uh, shirt as well he's from Houston <laughs> I, I'm never going to rip on somebody for cheering on and, and being able to provide. I, w I would make fun of Jay Roy, but get a pick. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, he looks like he's a Texans fan with yeah. that space outfit right now. Uh, all good. I mean, got to do what got to do to make our company grow, help us That's right. expand, help chat sports get a little bit bigger. But I'll ask you next time before I uh, do anything, Jay Roy. <laughs> uh, Speaking of Houston. Who you got, Astros or Rangers? This game is actually getting ready to get started here in about 22 minutes. I told Mitch there's no point in even putting this up. I, I know everybody's going to vote A. I'll tell you this right now. I'm typing R. I want to go to a World Series game here. That's what I want to go to. Also, Callie. Just go to one in Houston. I'm not going to Houston because that means I got to drive to Houston. And I'm not driving to Houston. Why not? Are you driving me? I've driven so many times. It's, it's not that bad. Right, would you drive me to Houston? Just have your dad pick you up on the way down. Yeah, okay. I'm little, okay on that. Little road trip with the dad. It sounds great and all. I just, I'm not driving to Houston. It's a lot easier if we just, if the Rangers win, and then we can just go to a game here. It's also probably cheaper. I bet you it's cheaper if the Rangers go to a World Series compared to the Astros. You don't think? No chance. 
The Astros have been to two. No, they've been to three World Series already. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is the stadium bigger? I'm the, thinking more of like size. I I don't know. I've never been to Minute I, I think Maid. the demand for Rangers fans would be more for their. You yeah, because they haven't series. been there in a long time. I'll say this, so I'd much rather go to Minute Maid than the Rangers Stadium because the Rangers Stadium sucks. Back. All right, y'all, who do you guys want to win game two tonight? Astros, Rangers, what do we got? Phillips going to go Rangers, Blue Richards, Rangers. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've seen a single A. I don't think I've seen a single Astros either. Somebody said neither for Luis, Rebel Montana. Luis said A. I'm rolling with the Rangers. I'll tell you this right now. Vic Sacramento said A. Let's go. I'd almost be curious if they got to a Game 7. Oh, I wanted to go to Game 7. When would Game 7 be? When would Game 7 be? Is there any chance it's on a Thursday? Because that would be electric. Depending on the time, if there is a Game 7. Um, let me see. I'd be curious to just do like a little bit of a watch party here on the Raiders report. Would you guys be down? Um, I'll cheer for the Rangers. Chugs cheers for the Astros. Game seven, if it gets to that point, would be on a Monday night. Monday night, that's brutal. Sorry, I don't think y'all are getting one. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Well, wait, what Monday night would it be? Is it next Monday? It would be October twenty third. The next Monday. Yeah, it's not. I was gonna say shit. That's really close to Raiders Monday Night Football Lions, but that's two weeks from now. All right, y'all, we got a few more supers to get to from Cali, Taino, Derek, and then we're going to get into the latest injury news around Jimmy Garoppolo. What up, Kaylee? Hopefully I pronounced that right. You think that's how it is, Kaylee? Yeah. I think Aiden O'Connell should start, and if it matters, come worse, put in Hoyer, Raiders for life. You know, I have so much more confidence now in Brian Hoyer, and, you know, I heard Josh Jacobs after the game yesterday say that he was a little bit disappointed in Raider fans for booing when Hoyer went out onto the field, and it's because a lot of Raider fans are, are like me. I don't think that Hoyer is ever going to be the future. I don't think Hoyer is a very good quarterback, and everybody wanted to see Aiden O'Connell because that's what this team needs. This team needs a franchise QB. But, hey, Kaylee says that we should roll with Aiden O'Connell. My answer is going to be coming up here in just a little bit. Maybe it's changed. Taino Raider, 11 of 16 AFC teams are 3-2 and two or worse. I mean, the AFC right now is, it's up for grabs. I still think that there are a handful of teams that are by far the best teams in the AFC, but then there's a lot of just, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. So to me though, the Raiders have a shot and it's because of their schedule. Like they can be six and four. I, I hope that they are six and four. I plan that they should be six and four. Like, I think that they're going to beat the Bears. I don't think that they're going to beat the Lions. I, I think they're going to beat the Giants, and I think that they're going to beat the Jets. That puts you at 6-4. and four. Man, for this team to where they were just two weeks ago, and if I would have told you they'd be 6-4, and four, there's a shot. There's always a shot. Derek Constantino, go Rangers. No Houston cheaters for you. Sad Cups fan here. Hey, I'm a sad Mets fan as well. I think the Mets had... Probably the most hype that they've ever had going into a season in a very, very long time. And for it to finish the way that it did, yikes. It was just absolutely brutal. Coming up next here on the Raiders Report, Jimmy Garoppolo injury news. And then I'm going to answer the question of who should start at QB. You can use hashtag Raiders or Super Chat to get those questions and comments on the show. And then remember, 
$10. Do we have the pictures of $10 or $20 duck race? And remember, at the very, very end of the show, we're going to be doing a 50-50 raffle. $20 to get in. I'll check my phone now to see if anybody is in yet. It doesn't look like anybody is in yet. If you want in, get in. And remember, if you're not going to scan that QR code with your phone, when you search Mitchell Renz 365, make sure that you put two L's. There is a scammer right now on Venmo that's got one L, and he is trying to steal money from Raider fans. It's not me. It's some random douche. John, there's no keeping Tay happy. Last year when he got all the stats, he was upset that we weren't winning. Said he didn't care about his stats as long as we were winning. Now we're winning, and his stats are bad, and it looks unhappy. I mean, I don't care if he looks unhappy. I, I don't think that he said that he's unhappy. I think he's frustrated because. Well, I mean, also, he got. It sucks when it's not like, oh, it's just his stats are bad. The offense sucks. Yeah. If your side of the ball is sucking and you're still winning, of course you're happy to win. But I think it's more you, of a frustration. If if you were if you were a quarterback and you threw three picks and your team still won, would you be like super excited into the moon? No, you'd be like, damn, my teammates bailed me out and I suck. See, I would look at it almost as you know that this team has potential. Like the defense is playing arguably the best the defense has played in quite some time. And then on top of that, you know that you're a quarterback away. For me, I see frustration on Devontae Adams' face. I see somebody that's like, yo, you guys traded the first and the second round pick for me. You moved on from my best friend and Derek Carr. All I asked for you this offseason was, you know, let me be a part of the conversation of who the next quarterback's going to be for this team. You don't go with what he says. You go with Jimmy Garoppolo. Devontae told y'all months ago that he doesn't like the direction of this offense. You kind of told him to, hey, sit back and enjoy the ride. Well, now he doesn't really like the ride because the offense stinks. I mean, to me, he's frustrated, just like all Raider fans are frustrated because, yet again, you know what's going to happen. You know that McDaniels isn't going to change his way. You know that this offense is probably going to struggle with Jimmy Garoppolo, and here we are again with a well, go figure. The offense is struggling with a quarterback that absolutely stinks. And, you know, I see the dude says Carr looking stellar. Carr doesn't look good either. And, you know, I still will say, yes, with all the quarterback struggles that this Raiders team has had this season, you still did the right thing by moving on from D.C., but you finally had an opportunity to move on from a quarterback, and you went with Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, it's just pathetic coaching. And McDaniels doesn't know how to evaluate talent. He proves it year after year after year. He doesn't know how to evaluate talent. Got another super chat from Dylan. I got to add Chef here. Chef, I'm going to put two on here for you just because you're a legend. All right, Dylan, say we go six and four. Can you go through the remaining schedule and give your input on which games we win and lose going forward? All right, so you're going to say we go six and four. I don't know if we have the graphics for it, Chugs. If not, I'll just look it up real quick here. All right, so then let's say the Raiders are 6-4. and four. Again, we're looking ahead. And you got the Miami Dolphins in Miami. I'm sorry, I'm not liking that matchup very much. I'm going to say the Dolphins win that game. Then the Raiders and the Chiefs play. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I think that the Raiders are going to beat the Chiefs. Then you got the Vikings. I definitely think that the Vikings are a beatable football team, especially at that time. They might just be in... That might be meltdown mode for Minnesota. So let's say we're 7-6. and six. Raiders-Chargers, that game's on a Thursday. It's a short week for both teams. It's kind of a coin flip because 
Both teams could be banged up. I do think, though, the Raiders have had a lot more success against the Chargers at home. So let's say that the Raiders win that game. They go to 8-6. and six. Raiders Chiefs, they're going to lose that one. You go 8-7. and seven. Raiders Colts. You can win that game, and you can beat the Broncos. Like, to me, it's 10-7, and 9-8. That's where the Raiders could potentially end up. Now, that's just based off winning the games that they should win, which we know probably they're going to lose one that they shouldn't, but I'll also say they might win one that they shouldn't win. What up, Tuna? Shout out to locals, locals, <laughs> locals. The best content, personal interaction, and weekly pickups. For those that don't know, I'm going to be live on Locals Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 5 p.m. Central, <laughs> 3 p.m. Pacific. I know, I was thinking them going through my head. All right. Drunk thoughts. That's what that All was. All right, let's get into our first segment today. Going to be going over a little <laughs> Jimmy G injury. Jimmy G injury news, and then on top of that, what the Raiders could potentially do at the quarterback position because McDaniels didn't really give us a clear answer. So I want to be able to help out uh, McDaniels to the best of my abilities in case he doesn't have the ability to make the decision himself. Also, Patrick B., Mo Shav, and then Brandon Jasper, three people in the 50-50 race right now. So if you send in 20, that puts the pot up to 40, 40 bucks. So right now, one of those three guys would win $30. If you send in a $20 Venmo, it goes all the way up then to you having a chance to win $40. You ready? Jeremy's ready. Are you guys ready? Also, huge shout-out to Raiders Podcast for being the MVP. I should have done that a little bit earlier. Coming up right now, the latest around Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Victory Monday here on the Raiders Report, and I want you to subscribe because the Raiders won. Sub for Raiders dubs. I know a lot of people are complaining it wasn't pretty. I don't care that it wasn't pretty. I sleep a whole lot better when the Raiders win. And you know what? I feel good. I feel ready to take on my day. And if you're ready for more Raiders wins, hit that subscribe button. Raider Nation, what's going on? You're watching the Raiders board. It's Mitchell Renz here from Chat Sports. And today's show is sponsored by RexMD. If you got a hard time getting hard, I got something for you. Go to rexmd.com slash chat. It's the number one leader in men's telehealth. That link's going to be available for you guys down in the comments and down in the description of today's show. One person who probably uses RexMD when he goes to the Bunny Ranch, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. And coming up here on today's show, I got the latest injury news around the Raiders starting quarterback and what McDaniels could potentially do at the QB position if number 10 is unable to go against the Chicago Bears. And on top of that, I got Justin Fields injury news at the very, very end of the show. So let's talk about here the latest going on around Jimmy Garoppolo. Ian Rappaport this morning said that the Garoppolo could miss a game with his back injury. He did not play in the second half against the New England Patriots. He left that game early. And for those that don't, that don't follow me on Twitter, I tweeted out that Garoppolo was sent to the hospital during the second half of the Raiders vs. Patriots game. Remember, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's down there below, at MitchellRenz365. So Garoppolo, he was taken to the hospital yesterday for precautionary tests. And today, when Josh McDaniel spoke to the media, his exact words were that Garoppolo, the Raiders, they dodged a bullet. And anytime you're dealing with a back injury, it can be scary. Anybody that's ever had back problems, shit. Go message Graphic Raider. He'll tell you all about him. It is a really, really rough thing. But to me, 
when I think of back, I almost wonder if they also thought maybe it was something like internal. It's really difficult to see because Garoppolo, obviously he struggled with some injuries in the past, but right now his status for week seven, it is up in the air. McDaniel said that they're just doing tests and just making sure that they can take care of all that kind of stuff. When Josh Jacobs was asked after the game how he feels about his quarterback and Jimmy Garoppolo and the injuries, number eight said this. It's sad whenever you see, especially a leader in the locker room, get hurt or go through injuries, but it's also part of the game, man. Max Crosby, who ended the game yesterday with a nice little safety and a sack, with him and Bilal Nichols, I guess I should say, had this to say about the quarterback. For us, as a defense, we talk about it, but we want to be the reason we win the game. And no matter what, obviously, Jimmy's our brother. We're praying for him, and hopefully he's all good, but yeah, You've got to go out there, and you got to win. So it's as simple as that. We went out there. We did that, so we're excited about it. Now, I know this, man. I have screamed from the top of my lungs that I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo is a very good quarterback. I have screamed to start Aiden O'Connell. But let's get one thing straight here. If you're putting this jersey on, you're a member of my family. If you're a Raider fan out there and you bleed silver and black, you rep the shield, you're a member of my family. That's why I'm a Raider fan, because the nation is family through and through. And I never want to see anybody get injured. I would like to see Aiden O'Connell potentially start. You maybe want to roll with Brian Hoyer out there. But at the end of the day, you never want to see somebody get injured. So if Garoppolo comes across this video, I want people to know, and I want him to know, that the nation's got his back. So if you could do me a solid here, show Jimmy G some love, spam those tens down below. Coming up next here on the show, what is the Raiders' plan going to be at quarterback going into Week 7? Are they planning on rolling with Jimmy G if he's able to go? Are they planning on going with the rookie Aiden O'Connell? Are they planning on going with the vet and Brian Hoyer? Oh, man, speaking of coming up, shout out to our sponsor, Rex MD. And if anybody wants to get this awesome gift, hey, I promise you we're here to hook you guys up. So if you don't know, you can go to rexmd.com slash chat. Fellas, do you sometimes lack confidence in the bedroom? Do you wish? that maybe you could have a more fulfilling sex life. Well, you're not alone. That's why we're excited to tell you about RexMD, the online source for men's wellness. RexMD offers an easy and discreet way to get your medication you need for ED without having to visit a doctor's office. With just a few clicks, you have your medication delivered straight to your door and at a fraction of the cost of traditional pharmacies. RexMD's team of licensed physicians will work with you to find the right treatment plan, and their medication is made in the USA so you can trust its quality. Plus, their customer support team is available 24-7 to answer any questions or concerns you may have. So if you're ready to take control of your sex life and say goodbye to ED, head on over to rexmd.com chat and start your consultation today. Take advantage of their best deal that they've ever offered and get up to 95% off. RexMD plus a free gift with our exclusive link, rexmd.com slash chat. So Nation, go to rexmd.com slash chat for this limited time deal. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for our listeners to get started. That's rexmd.com slash chat for up to 95% off. 95% off. That's a ballsy deal. Shout out to RexMD. All right, again, so coming up here, the Raiders' plan at quarterback going into week seven. McDaniels was asked about it today at his press conference, and McDaniels, as always, he just answers something, and you wonder after he answers it, well, what the hell are we talking about here? So this is what McDaniels had to say on the Raiders' quarterback situation. Certainly, I'm hoping for a healthy quarterback room in general, and I thought Jimmy was doing some good things, obviously, before he got twisted or hit. So we'll just 
We'll just patiently see what this is going to be, and we'll make the best decision that we can. Here's the problem. I don't know if I really fully trust Josh McDaniels to, you know, actually make the best decision for the Las Vegas Raiders, and I agree with him in certain regards where there were some good things that Garoppolo was doing yesterday before he got injured. The thing that pissed me off the most that he did is I swear he's trying to get Devontae Adams killed just putting receivers in really, really difficult situations. And he was okay yesterday. He was 14-22 for 162 yards, a touchdown. But again, another costly interception and an interception that came in the red zone. Luckily, one of the only worst offenses in the Raiders this season is the New England Patriots and Ship. The Patriots haven't scored a touchdown, and it was like in two games or something like that. And then the Raiders' defense, obviously because they were on the field so much, ended up giving up some points. But Garoppolo was okay against New England. He needs to be better, though, and you can't continue to turn the football over in the red zone. I mean, you're just not going to have success. And Garoppolo this season has got a 68.0 completion percentage. He's got over 1,000 yards, though it's not very impressive seven touchdowns, and then he leads the NFL with eight interceptions despite playing, or despite missing six quarters of action. You know, like, Garoppolo hasn't been all that successful. But here's the other part. I want you to go back to the quote here for me, Chugs, because at the very end, so we'll just patiently see what this is going to be, and we'll make the best decision that we can. Does anybody here who's watching the show right now have any trust in McDaniels to make the best decision for the silver and black, because I do not. I know that the Raiders are three and three. I know that the Raiders have just won two straight games, but I believe that the Raiders are winning games despite Josh McDaniels. This Raiders team is winning because they're actually a halfway decently talented team, but they're winning and they could be doing more, but your head coach is such a you know what. And to me, the offensive play calling is still just terrible. I do not trust Josh McDaniels. I don't trust McDaniels to go pick up my groceries if I order DoorDash. Like, that's how far out I am on this guy. So my question to the nation out there is this. Give me a yes, or I want you to give me a no. Should Jimmy Garoppolo be the Raiders' starting quarterback if he's healthy week seven? That's the question, right? Because to me, when I listened to McDaniels talk today, the, the thing that I got was if Jimmy G is healthy, he is going to be the Raiders' quarterback come week seven. My question to you is, should that be the case? Give me a yes or give me a no down below. Because for me personally, I think even if Garoppolo is healthy, he should not play against the Chicago Bears. I, I just don't believe in Jimmy G. I have seen it now out there on the field for multiple weeks. And I'm going to be real with y'all. Like, if you think that Jimmy Garoppolo is the best starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, then I know a Nigerian prince, he needs your help. His name is Jeremy Chuggs, and I can also send you his financial info here, right? But the Raiders' offense looked better overall with Brian Hoyer than it did Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't view Brian Hoyer as a top 32 quarterback. Hell, I don't view Brian Hoyer as a top 40 overall QB. But facts are facts to me, and the offense looked better from top to bottom, from receivers getting open, from your running, running game getting started. Your offensive line, I thought, played even a little bit better. The overall team, to me, showed a lot more confidence. Yeah, you still weren't un, 
Still unable to put points on the board, but to me it wasn't because of Hoyer. It's because McDaniels held Hoyer back, and as soon as that offense got rolling, like they hit Trey Tucker 48 yards down the field, and McDaniels just went super, super insecure. He just went super conservative. He did not have any confidence in Hoyer, and I don't blame him for not having confidence in Hoyer, but here's the thing. I don't have any confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo either. To me, McDaniels needs to choose between Brian Hoyer and Adam O'Connell for Week 7. If it's up to me, I'm rolling with AOC, and it's really not even that much of a difficult conversation. However, though, you did see Hoyer go out there. He was 6-10 on the game, 102 yards, had a nice deep ball to Trey Tucker, and it showed that, you know what, maybe he can execute this offense. But my problem is this. If you're going to go with Brian Hoyer, you're essentially entering that game hoping to hit a single. I'm not trying to hit singles. I'm trying to find my franchise quarterback, and I'm not saying that it's going to be Aiden O'Connell, but I can guarantee you this. I've watched Jimmy Garoppolo play. Doesn't deserve to be a starter in the National Football League. I've watched Brian Hoyer play for basically his entire NFL career and some preseason action for the Raiders. Doesn't deserve to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. The only QB that it's still up in the air about, it's this kid right here. Coming up next here on the Raiders Report, major Bears injury news because the Raiders aren't the only team in the NFL that have some question marks at the quarterback position. I'm going to tell you what that Justin Fields injury news is, but remember, if anybody ever wants to interact with me on social media, I am at MitchellRenz365 literally everywhere. Venmo, Twitter, Instagram. Hell, if you want me to wish you a happy birthday on Cameo, I've gotten a few more of those requests recently. Also at MitchellRenz365. And then on Locals, I go live every single Wednesday. 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. So the latest here on Justin Fields is Fields left week six with a hand injury, and it was later reported that it was a dislocated thumb. His status for week seven, they listed him as doubtful, and usually when you get listed as doubtful this earlier in the week, chances are it's, it's not going to be very good for him to go out there on the field. And if he's unable to go, the Las Vegas Raiders would be going up against Tyson Badgett, I believe is his name. Like, so much of a name where if you saw Tyson Badgett, okay, walk past you down the street, there's a chance that Tyson Badgett could work at Dollar General. There's a chance that he could work at State Farm. There's a chance that he could be a head chef at any restaurant in Las Vegas. I know this. He could walk right by me, and I wouldn't know who the hell he is. So, to me, if you're not going to have Justin Fields out there, it's Tyson Badgett. But I also know this. The quarterback that I want to see out there on the field more than anyone. Oh, man. If we could get a Nathan Peterman, Aiden O'Connell showdown in week seven, the NFL would be smart. They'd put that on pay-per-view because I'm telling you all right now, I am buying that ish. For those of you who want to know what our programming schedule is for the remainder of the week, it's this. We're going to go live every single Monday and Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific. So I'll be live again tomorrow here on the Raiders Sport. Then... We're going to be live on Thursday, and I'm kind of really excited for our Thursday watch party that we're going to be doing, Chugs and I. Jags against the Saints and Derek Carr. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how the nation reacts with us on that. And then an early game, so make sure that you get up a little bit earlier there on Sunday. Raiders, Bears in Chicago. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you got those notifications turned on because uh, it's going to be going down here on the Raiders Report. How many games will the Raiders win this season? Also, Rangers, Astros. I almost said getting ready to get kicked off here. First pitch 
about to go oh. down. Oh. First pitch, game two. ALCS. Base hit up the middle. Type those ones. Type those ones. Type those ones in the chat. First down, Rangers. Type those ones. Hellcat Q, Raider Nestor, Eddie Arroyo, Raider Nestor, Paul Duell, Chuck Baker, Chad Smith, the dude, Ruben Garcia. Type those ones. First down, Rangers. Here we go. And a little bloop. A little bloop. A little bloop. First and second, nobody out. Oh, you love to see it. Do you bunt? Yes. Do you bunt? Oh, you love to see this it. Is, For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, the Rangers and the Astros game just started, and two singles to get this game going. You love to see it. Play some small ball. If I'm the Rangers, I'm sack bunting right here. You think? Whoo. I, I mean, why not? Sack bunt, and then you have Adolis Garcia up uh, on deck. With your three hitter? <clears throat> no. No, it's Robbie Grossman. Robbie Grossman. No, what up, no. Nico? Se Seeger and Simeon are on base. Whoever says Carr is, a, is looking good hasn't watched the Saints game. The guy has been just as astastic as Jimmy. 100% not the answer. I, I I'm know, actually going to disagree with this. I actually I think Garrett. I this as an insult, but astastic actually sounds like you're saying something good. <laughs> I feel like if I went up to Alex, I'm like, you look astastic. She's like, thank you. Yes. I appreciate that very much. I mean, I'll, I actually disagree with this. I, I'll say, to me, Derek Carr has looked better than what Jimmy Garoppolo has played because Carr hasn't turned the ball over the way that Jimmy G has. Like, that's a cold hard fact. Derek Carr is a much better arm than Garoppolo. The reason why I was hoping Jimmy G was going to be able to work out is because you didn't want him to turn over, or you didn't want him to turn over the ball as much as he does. To me, though, it's like, I agree that Derek Carr is not the answer. And a lot of times, like, that's what people need to understand. You can find a problem. Finding a problem is easy, right? Correcting the problem is how you actually achieve things in your life. And to me, Derek Carr was never the answer, has never been the answer, and ne will never be the answer. He's a good quarterback, but good's not going to get it done. You got to, I mean, why would you settle for a, when you know the guy's not a top 20 QB? Oh, my God, they got it. It's going to be bases loaded. And it's a throwing error. Send them. They scored one. Send them in. Send. Oh, my God, they held them. Second and third. Nobody out. Rangers, one to nothing. Suicide guns. Let's go. Raiders D bailed out offense again. How is our offense so bad with McDummy? He's not fired soon. He will mess up our picks, and we will get rid of Hunter. He makes way too many mistakes to have a professional coaching career. Suicide guns add into the helmet. I mean, here's the thing. I I don't know why, how Josh McDaniels is as bad as what he is. What's frustrating is his offense is as vanilla as it possibly could be. I, I didn't know that we could go from a more vanilla offense watching John Gruden and Derek Carr to Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo, but, I mean, it's so frustrating 
watching this offense try to just move the football. And, you know, McDaniels today said that he'll take as many big plays as he possibly can get, yet doesn't draw up any big plays because he knows that his quarterback can't do it. But to me, another base hit. Is this about to be 3 nothing? Oh, my goodness. First and third, nobody out. Two to nothing, Rangers. Bloodbath Brandon here. Brandon Jasper, seven touchdowns versus eight interceptions. Would you still start him? That is a nightmare. Hoyer can't do it. Put AOC in and fire McClown. I agree with the idea to fire the clown, but if you could go back to suicide guns, I wasn't quite done answering that. I uh, I think when you look at how bad the offense is, to me, you know, people are like, oh, it's not on McDaniels, it's on Jimmy Garoppolo, but that is on McDaniels because McDaniels had his choice at QB, and he's showing you that he got to pick the QB he wanted, and this is the result. That falls on the shoulders of the head coach. And now, planning on trading Renfro, I'm telling you all this right now, Renfro's getting dealt this week. I, I've been talking to a lot of people. When you saw the reports from last week, again, when there's smoke, there's fire. The smoke's building up. It's building up. He barely plays yesterday. Hunter Renfro's going to get dealt. And, I, I again, I would have thought that he would have been able to <laughs> – I thought that he would have been able to get it done with McDaniels, but it's clearly a very, very bad match. Brandon, again, sorry. I had to go back to it. Uh, I agree with you. I want to put in Aiden O'Connell. I still do not believe in McDaniels. To me, this is what's probably the most frustrating about being 3-3. Three and three. Am I happy being 3-3? Three and three? Of course I am. Do, am I happy that the Raiders have won two straight games? Of course I am. But that also, what scares me is, as long as you have Josh McDaniels as a head coach, that scares the hell out of me because I don't think you're ever going to achieve anything great with that guy at head coach. And the fact that the Raiders have played some easier teams here is making some of that fire McDaniels hype go away. To me, after watching this year and this entire offseason, I think no matter what, I'm moving on from McDaniels. But hey, what do I know? PG, Caleb Williams looked pretty poor versus Arizona and Notre Dame. Is his stock going down? I mean, his stock to me, he's still going to be the number one overall pick in this year's draft. But I do think, like, at times, we have to understand that college and NFL, it is so, so different. And a player might have all the athletic ability in the entire world. He might have all the traits that you're looking for, right? However, though, however, though, you need to have it up here to be a quarterback in the NFL. And that's what scares me a little bit with Caleb Williams, where when things are going great, he does. He looks like Patrick Mahomes. But however, that's not how a quarterback makes money in the NFL. When things are going great, guys can look great. It's how do you respond when things get difficult. And when things get difficult, you see Caleb Williams shut down. That scares the hell out of me. It also shows, though, why tanking for a guy maybe isn't always the best option. David, Jimmy cracks bones, and I don't care. <laughs> I Here's the other part where McDaniels can't blame... Anything else besides himself, because when you think about it, he got to choose his QB, and that's the guy he rolled with. You knew. We all knew that there was a 0% chance that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be able to play an entire season this year. We are six games in, and he's already missed a game and a half, and it seems like he's about to miss another. Speaking of missing another, if there's one thing the Rangers aren't doing, they're hitting every ball. What's his name's not missing a bat? It's three nothing Rangers, no outs. I'm a little bit worried for Chugs' well being here. Anthony Delgado, hope the Astros lose. Any idea who's most likely to get traded and which position 
should they prioritize if they do trade? To me, Hunter Renfro is going to be the player that's most likely to get dealt. On top of that, I think Greg Van Roat is an interesting name. The players to keep in mind for a deal, I'm going to say Leonard Williams is a name I'll keep an eye on because of Patrick Graham. Carl Lawson is another name to keep in mind. Daniil Hunter is somebody that I would also keep in mind. They're looking for edge rushers. They're looking for defensive tackle talent. Oh! Savannah! Gene Bang! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Patrick B. Happy birthday to you. Spam HBD. Happy birthday to Mount Raider Moore legend, Patrick B. What up, Patrick B.? Oh, man, that makes me happy. I got to spam HBD. That makes me happy. Patrick freaking B, man, and Savannah Jean. What are you guys doing for your birthday? What are you guys doing for your birthday, Patrick? Let me know. I got to add Savannah Jean. Savannah Jean. Savannah, are you taking Patrick's last name? Is Gene your middle name, Savannah? I think I've already asked you this, but... Because then it kind of rhymes. It'd be kind of a dope name. I'm not going to lie to you. You want a shout-out here on the Raiders Report? Spam HBD, Patrick B. What up, Ray? What up, Blue Richards? Brian Oakley. Herschel Allen. David Zahn. Ira Jackson. Ryan Sinner. Blue Richards. Eddie Aurora. Nico Laz. Cheers to everybody here in the building. And if you don't know, we are going to be doing a... Oh! Brandon Jasper Bang! Mitch, put on the Patrick B jersey and maybe... A boot on me. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Patrick B., happy birthday to you. But I told Podcast I'd wear his jersey. Podcast sent in close to $1,000 yesterday on our live stream. So when you're the MVP, I wear your jersey on the Monday. How about this, though? Um, Patrick, do you want me to wear your jersey on Thursday? Holy shit. David! Zon! Bang! Are you guys shitting me right now? If we get two more 100s, I'll do a boot. If we get two more 100s, I'll do a boot for Patrick B. Patrick, do you want me to wear your jersey tomorrow, or do you want me to wear it on Thursday? Because I, I planned on also wearing the John Borelli because I washed it finally. I had the Borelli jersey's been dirty for a long time. Finally, finally washed it. And uh I gotta wear I gotta wear the Borelli sometime this week. So Patrick, do you want me to wear your jersey on Thursday or Tuesday this week for your birthday? I got you covered, man. Which honestly I should have remembered B 
because I remember last year when Savannah Jean and Patrick B right around this time, they 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 picked what Halloween costume I was gonna do. Holy shit. Oh another one! David Zone Bang! I sound like the Rangers offense right now, just spraying them all over the field. One away from a boot. One away from a boot. Also, we got a few more people here in our duck race. Chugs, Luis Rodriguez in. And then Savannah Jean also in. And a Ventura. I would like to have Micah McFadden on our team. I don't even know who that is. Is that is that make me dumb? Micah. Micah McFadden. All right, so it looks like he's a linebacker for the New York Giants. Linebacker for the New York Giants. I'll have to do a little bit more research on him. I don't know that much about him, to be honest with you all. I pay so much attention to the Raiders and the Raiders only that a lot of these other football teams, I don't, I don't pay attention to nearly enough. I really, really don't. What up, David Zahn? What up? Brandon Jasper, Savannah Jean Juggs. If you just want to go get me the boot. What up, Borelli? I don't know if I saw. Yep, there it is. <laughs> oh, Brandon Jasper. Bang! Well. Let's go. Let's turn up here for Patrick B. and his birthday. Let's turn up for Patrick B. and his birthday. I make strict rules, man, on Monday. Y'all get me super turnt on Sundays, so I always say I'm not going to drink on Mondays. But, hey, y'all make me hit the gong. Usually it's one person hit five. But on today, for Patrick B. his birthday, Savannah Jean created the monster. But you know what's special about that? You got Brandon Jasper, you got David Zahn, you got Mount Raidermore always showing up, and that's why they're on Mount Raidermore. It's about the nation, and they'll be the first people to tell you that. Brandon, I love you. David, I love you. Patrick, I hope you don't get mad at me for saying this. Savannah, I love you. Patrick B., I love you too, my brother. Oh, man, it's boot time. It's boot time. I'm a little bit nervous about this one. Is this Zahn's favorite? Zahn's favorite. All right, y'all. This is uh, this is this is gonna get nuts here. Just win, baby. Seventy nine zero six. Said how much for a duck race? Twenty dollar Venmo at Mitchell Rents three six five. Right now we have five people in, so you'd win a hundred bucks. Hundred dollars right now to the winner. Twenty dollars enter. Scan that QR code for a chance. Scan the QR code for a chance. <laughs> Zahn. I love you. All right, y'all. More or less than 20 seconds. What do you think? I'm going less. Less than 20. Jugs, I know, I know you're a little upset right now. And I don't blame you. It's 4 nothing. in case you were wondering. Can you give some shout-outs to everybody spamming more or less? Blue Richard says more. Robert says more. Sherry Lynn says less. DJ Watt says more. 
Just win, baby. 7907 says less. Haystack says more. Nico says more. Jeffrey says more. Robert says 24.69 seconds. Oh. PG, more. Ryan, less. Ruben, less. Ronnie, more. PG, some more. Uh, there we go. Uh, what was the time? Somebody said 28 seconds. Uh, uh. Vic, where is the foam? Here's the thing, Vic. We've uh, at Chat Sports come so accustomed to boots. One of the, hang on, I got burp. One of the very, very first things. Anytime Mitch is wearing a jersey. Well, one of the very first things we do when we come into work at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., four boot. Four, two, three boots. You get it ready because the flatter it is by game time, our show, the easier it is to do. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get rid of the carbonation. Yeah. So we try to just crack open a bunch of beers. Sometimes cool. we even crack beers open and just leave them in the fridge open. I, I mean, it doesn't taste great, but it's a lot easier to anytime do. Anytime we can prepare for a boot, we try. And <sighs> when Mitch is wearing a jersey. I mean, you almost know, you almost know that something's going to happen. But yeah, if anybody out there has a boot and they try to do it, the key to success is crack open the beers. Room temp. And have them room temperature. <laughs> crack them open hours before you do it. Hopefully they go flat and then you do it. I'll challenge Mitch to a boot race. Rebel, in person, I'm down. I mean, Rebel saw Chugs and I do boots in person. I know Triban was there. Ronnie Ibanez says, how much for one more? What, one more boot? 500. I'd say this. I'd say if we get 300 more in total, I'll do another one for Patrick B's birthday. Every 300 that we get for the remainder of the show, I'll do one for Patrick B on his birthday. I think we got a few more beers opened up out there already. So you know what? For Patrick B, and I mean this, for Patrick B's birthday, we're going to pull out the stops today. Shout out to Savannah Jean for getting this thing going. All right, you ready to you ready to rock? I'm not gonna lie, that's uh that three beers hit me a little bit. I do think I'm ready to rock though. Woo! Are you guys ready to go? I'm gonna refresh my phone, see if anybody else is in this race. Mr. Borelli, you in. You in. Borelli in. So right now, 20 to win $60. Coming up next here. On the Raiders report, oh, Dustin Dahl also in. So now you'd win 70. Oh, wait, you know what, Jeremy? I actually also, I got to add Bill Shoemaker because I didn't put Bill in a race yesterday. He messaged me. He even sent me a screenshot. So shout out to him. Uh, we got eight people in right now. So eight people are in, which means you'd win 80 bucks. And you know what? Patrick B. Bang! The birthday boy. Happy birthday to Patrick B.
Happy birthday to Patrick B. Happy birthday, dear Patrick B. Happy birthday to Patrick Bang. Coming up next here on the show, we are 200 away from another boot. Yikes. Is who should the Raiders start at quarterback? That's going to be the topic of conversation coming up here on the show. You ready, Chuggy Bull? All right, here we go. Coming up right now, who should start at QB for the Raiders going forward? Raider Nation, I got a very important question that I need each and every one of y'all to answer right now. Who should be the Raiders' starting quarterback? I'm not talking about just week seven. I'm talking about right now. You're in a room. Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler. They look at you and they go, do we start Jimmy Garoppolo? Do we start Brian Hoyer? Do we start Aiden O'Connell? I need all y'all to let me know down in the comments right now. Jimmy Garoppolo needs to be benched, not just for week seven, but for the remainder of the 2023 NFL season. Even if he's healthy, if you agree with that statement, I need you to like this video right now. I understand that Josh McDaniels had a plan. I understand that Dave Ziegler had a plan for number 10 to be the starting quarterback of this team. But I have seen enough. I have watched four and a half quarters of really, really shitty offensive football. Personally, I'm starting to take offense to it. It's time to put Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench. Cold, hard fact. And... We might see him on the bench this upcoming game against Chicago Bears. However, it might be because he's not 100% healthy. I put out a video on Monday around the latest around Jimmy Garoppolo, and maybe you missed it, but Garoppolo could miss the Chicago Bears game with a back injury. He did not play in the second half against the New England Patriots, and he was sent to the hospital during the second half of that game on Sunday in week six. Now, here's the thing. McDaniels, when he spoke to the media on Monday, gave a little bit of an update around his quarterback and said that they dodged a major bullet and the st status for week seven is still up in the air. They're taking precautionary tests. McDaniels is saying that they're just doing all the little things that they can do to make sure Jimmy G is happy and healthy. Here's the thing. I want Jimmy Garoppolo to be healthy. I never, ever want somebody to be battling, whether it's back pain, whether it's another pain on top of that. But you want to talk about pain? Watching this Raiders team trying to score points right now is about as painful as you can possibly get. And here's the part where Josh McDaniels needs to show that he can be a good head coach because he you can change, right? Like, you don't have to just stick to your plan even if it's not working. McDaniels, his entire career has been somebody that tries to run into a brick wall over and over and over and try to put in that dent in that brick wall. Here's the thing, McDaniels. Maybe try to go over the wall. How do you do that? You got to put you got to put Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench because he needs to realize the Raiders offense is and will be better without Jimmy Garoppolo. I am so confident in saying that. I watched Aiden O'Connell. Did he struggle as a rookie? Yes, he absolutely did struggle as a rookie. But you could also see that this offense has more potential with AOC. Hell, the offense looked better with Brian Hoyer at QB because Garoppolo can't throw the football. So here's what I'm begging from McDaniels. He needs to set aside his God complex. Believe it or not, Josh, 
You went out inside Jimmy Garoppolo, you had a big swing and a miss. And it is clear to everybody out there that even has an ounce of a brain when it comes to watching football. You need to realize that signing Jimmy Garoppolo was the wrong move. And if you want to continue to go in the wrong direction, that's fine. You can start Jimmy G. Or you can try to save your job and you can try to just start to grow some sort of confidence with the Raider fans because right now, I don't know if there's another head coach out there that has the fan base more against them than this guy does right here, which is crazy because the Raiders are 3-3. Three and three. Coming up next here, why the Raiders need to put Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench. And it sucks to say that out loud, but you know what? I want to win football games. And the fact that the Raiders are 3-3 three and three right now, it's a miracle to me. It really, really, truly is. Now, here's the one thing, right? I know the Raiders are winning football games, and man, waking up on Monday, it's a lot easier. I scream from the top of my lungs when the Raiders win. There is nothing that makes me happier right now, minus my fiance, my mom and dad, and my dog Chuck, right? But hey, if you want the Raiders to still get rid of Josh McDaniels because you believe that they are winning in spite of Josh McDaniels, I want you to hit that subscribe button. I am not going to take my foot off the fire McDaniels train because I believe he is the main thing holding back this entire football team. But what we can do is flip the script, start a new season, and get the right man under center. So here are the reasons why the Las Vegas Raiders need to bench Jimmy G. Not only is he injury prone, and not only is he already injured this season, I mean, you can see it, the arm strength, bad. He's not able to play on his foot, not able to move. He's injured, but then on top of that, dude is just washed up. I have watched Jimmy Garoppolo now try to throw a football for four and a half weeks, and it's hard to watch. Y'all laughed at me when I said I could throw a football further than Jimmy G, and I'm looking at all y'all right now dead in the eyes, and I'm saying again, I honestly think that I can throw a football further than Jimmy Garoppolo. His completion percentage is 68.0, embarrassing. Yards. 1,079, seven touchdowns, eight interceptions. Everything about this stat sheet makes me want to go insane. And the fact that you got a guy who leads the NFL right now in interceptions with eight, despite only playing four and a half games, just tells you how bad he's been this season. You don't need to just sit up there at the podium, McDaniels, and say, oh, our offense isn't executing. Our offense, excuse here, excuse here. The biggest excuse that you can put out there right now is this excuse for a quarterback because Garoppolo's not that dude. I have said on this show that I didn't think that Derek Carr was a top 16 guy, that I didn't think D.C. was a top 20 guy. I've said that I don't believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing like a top 25 quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo right now is playing like arguably the worst starting QB in the National Football League. Think about that for a second. You are 3-3 three and three despite your quarterback play being as bad as what it is. And on top of that, you know Jimmy Garoppolo has made a glass. He has missed one and a half games this season so far. He's likely going to miss week seven. And I don't want to hear the people out there being like, well, Mitch, it's not Josh McDaniels' fault that Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. Or it's not Josh McDaniels' fault that the offense is struggling with Jimmy G. Yes, it is. It's 100% his fault. You had an opportunity to pick any quarterback that you wanted. You had an opportunity to get Devontae Adams involved because that was the one thing he asked. Can I have some input on the QB? But no, you go back to doing everything that you always do. You bring in Brian Hoyer, you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, and you put your football team in a bad spot. Luckily, your defense has stepped up because if the defense has played the way that it has in the past, 
This team would be 0-6 right now. Also, Garoppolo's games played since 2017. Everybody knew that Jimmy G wasn't going to be able to play an entire season, which is one of the reasons why it was so frustrating when the Raiders, instead of spending all that money that they did on Jimmy Garoppolo, where they should have spent the money, was on the defensive side of the football, and we can all agree on that. Imagine if you would have invested that money that you gave Jimmy G a QB that we knew was not going to be great. We thought that he was going to be average, but you also knew that he wasn't going to be able to be out there on the field. All those things fall on the shoulders of your head coach, and now you have an opportunity at 3-3 three and three to prove to your fan base, to prove to your owner, to prove to the entire world that you're not an idiot like everybody thinks that you are. Start a different QB, and let's keep this thing rolling. I'll tell you which quarterback I think that the Raiders should potentially start going forward here, but I do got to show some love to Factor 50% off with code RaidersChat50. I know some of y'all right now are like, Mitch, you look angry. You know what? I'm actually hangry. It's because I know when I get home today, I'm going to be diving in to some awesome meal from Factor. Honestly, the way that I take down this Factor meal kind of reminds me of Chuck when I put some fresh food in his bowl and he's just sitting there waiting. He's like, dude, let's freaking go, man. So anybody out there that wants to get some of this awesome food, you can get it at 50% off with code RaidersChat50. After a watch party, there's nothing I look forward to more than going home and crushing some food and the fact that I know that I don't have to clean up, I don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. I just simply enjoy the food. Fresh, never frozen meals from Factor. You can't beat it. So go to factormeals.com slash RaidersChat50 and use code RaidersChat50 to get 50% off. That's code RaidersChat50 at factormeals.com slash RaidersChat50 to get 50% off. Let's keep it rolling here on why the Las Vegas Raiders need to bench Jimmy Garoppolo. The passing game looks better without Jimmy G. Like, I get sample sizes here and there, but I've watched now the Raiders' offense with Aiden O'Connell look better. Then I saw the offense yesterday with Brian Hoyer, and once you know it, you bring in a QB that can actually throw the football down the field, and shit, good stuff happens. This play here, Hoyer to Trey Tucker, I made the joke 7-11, to always open, went for 48 yards. It's the only pass play this entire season where the Raiders completed the ball over 40 yards. Why? Garoppolo can't stretch the field, and who? Wow, it's crazy. When you have a QB that can do a bunch of different things, and that's sad because Brian Hoyer stinks, but when you have a QB that can actually throw the ball deep, it just opens up a lot more. And this is what Garoppolo was offered you this entire season. Week one against Denver. Wasn't pretty, but sure, we ended up getting a win. But now looking at this Broncos team, they stink. The fact that he only got 200 yards, the fact that you only had 17 points and had to score on a last-minute touchdown against arguably the worst defense in the NFL, that stinks. Week two against the Bills, you were embarrassed. You barely put any plays together. Some people are going to look at the 324 against the Steelers, but they're not actually going to watch the game. They're not going to realize that the freaking Raiders had only seven points entering the fourth quarter, and most of these passing yards came in garbage time that don't matter anyway. Week five against the Green Bay Packers, 208. Week six, sure, it was his half, and he was trending in the right direction, but 162, like to me, Jimmy Garoppolo has showed you enough this season where he's not very good. But here's the thing. Passing and scoring is only one part of it. Rushing is another part, and Josh Jacobs is better without Jimmy Garoppolo. 
We have seen it now when Brian Hoyer's been the quarterback. We saw it when Aiden O'Connell was the quarterback. When you have a QB that can actually just put some fear into the defensive coordinator, they're not going to be able to just stack the box the way that they always do with Jimmy Garoppolo. So in terms of a total yard standpoint from Jacobs this season, week one, Jacobs, 71 total yards with Jimmy G at QB. Week two at Buffalo with Jimmy G at QB, 49 total yards. Week three with Jimmy G at QB, Pittsburgh, 80 yards. Aiden O'Connell, 139. Back to Jimmy Garoppolo, week five, 89. Then you go to Brian Hoyer for week six and a little bit of Jimmy G, 93. It should not surprise anybody that Josh Jacobs' best games have come when Jimmy Garoppolo has not played in them or has only played in half. Let's look at Josh Jacobs' stats against the New England Patriots yesterday with Jimmy Garoppolo at QB. Jacobs carried the ball 12 times for 29 yards. He averaged 2.4 yards per carry and had a long run of 7. With Hoyer, it's still not great, but it's better. 13 carries, 48 yards, 3.7 yards per carry, and a long of 18. It's not rocket science, McDaniels, but when you have a QB that nobody respects because they know he can only throw the ball in the middle of the field, he does not scare anybody to throw it outside, he doesn't scare it to throw it past 20 yards, so you're essentially always trying to move the ball in the red zone, and the last time I checked, the Raiders and Josh McDaniels stink in the red zone. But when you have a quarterback that can only work in 20 yards, everything you're doing is in the red zone. Give it to somebody else. It's simple. Defenses don't respect Jimmy Garoppolo because his arm is trash and it impacts everything that this offense does. You have a vanilla brain dead of a head coach calling plays with a QB that's got a noodle for an arm. You add those together, it doesn't equal six. It ends up equaling three, unfortunately. So if you can throw a football further than Jimmy Garoppolo, then type me. I'm typing me. I said it weeks ago, and I honestly believe it, that a dude on YouTube can throw a football further than an NFL quarterback. I've watched it long enough, and I've seen that ball flutter. I legitimately think that I could, and I legitimately think a lot of y'all could too. It's downright sad. Let's go to the next thing here and why the Raiders need to bench Jimmy Garoppolo. The offense needs a spark. Sometimes you just need a little bit of life, right? And yesterday, Brian Hoyer, insanely enough, brought some life to this Raiders offense. Think about how much life that Aiden O'Connell brought. Like, you heard Devontae Adams speak very highly about Aiden because he knows deep down that that guy's probably the better one. Right now, the Raiders offense, and at the time that I'm recording this video, it's on a Monday, so I haven't watched Monday Night Football yet, so some of these numbers might change. But total yards per game, you're 24th. Passing yards per game, you're 14th. Rushing yards per game, 31st. Points per game, 28th. Giveaways, you're tied for 30th. If the Raiders were top 10 in a lot of categories and Jimmy Garoppolo was playing bad, I'd be like, well, you're still winning football games and the offense is still able to move. Your offense stinks. Your quarterback stinks. So to me, the fact that the Raiders have yet to score more than 20 points on offense this season, what do you have to lose? You're a 3-3 three and three football team. You have an easy stretch of games minus the Lions coming up here. You should be able to beat the Bears. You should be able to win three out of your next four games. Get the rookies' feet wet. Let Aiden O'Connell go up against the Chicago Bears team. Let Aiden O'Connell go up against a tough team on Monday Night Football. Let Aiden O'Connell go up against a Week 9 Giants football team and then a Jets football team. The offense stinks right now. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain, and it starts with benching Jimmy Garoppolo. The last one is this, and this is the most important reason 
Jimmy G isn't the future. He's not. It's a cold, hard fact. Not only is he not the future, he's not the present. Like, I know that the Raiders gave him a three-year deal, but the Raiders restructured his contract. They can get out of it next season. You can. Do I think anybody's going to trade for Garoppolo? No. I don't, I don't see why anybody would want to even consider trading for that guy. So the fact that I know that Jimmy G is in the future, the fact that I know that Brian Hoyer is in your future, honestly, I don't even know if Aiden O'Connell is your future. But that's not many times in NFL where you can sit up here and confidently say, I know for a fact, 100%, and I believe that 100% of Raider fans would agree that Jimmy Garoppolo is not the future QB of this team. Agree? Yes. I think 100% of Raider fans would agree that Brian Hoyer is not the future of this team. We all agree, correct? Yes, we all agree. Aiden O'Connell might be. Do I think that he is right now? No, I don't. But he at least has a chance. And that's what I'm asking for, a chance. When he was playing against the Los Angeles Chargers, okay? 24-39. 238 yards, no touchdowns, a really bad interception. He was also sacked seven times. And after the game, when McDaniels was asked about, hey, how do they you know, try to defend Khalil Mack? He gave some bullshit answers that, oh, we did everything in our power to double him up. Turns out, out of 63 snaps, Khalil Mack only got double teamed twice. So maybe if you actually give Aiden O'Connell some time to throw, he's going to be a lot better. And then, yeah, he also put the ball on the ground three times. He lost two of them. He did score a rushing touchdown. Aiden was not great as a rookie. But he looked like a rookie, and he took his lumps. I watched him in the preseason. I watched him even in that game, and he got it rolling a little bit. And you have to be able to learn, if you're a head coach, that your rookies are going to play like rookies once in a while. you got to roll with the punches. But Aiden O'Connell gives you the best chance to win long term. And I need to know if he's the future or not. So I'm going to give you my answer of whether or not I believe Aiden O'Connor. Aiden O'Connell is the future for the Las Vegas Raiders, you're about to get hit with a YouTube ad break. Scroll on down and let me know yes or no. My answer is right now, it's a no, right? Like, And I want Aiden O'Connell to be that guy. And I knew when the Raiders drafted him that McDaniels, in his mind, the plan was going to be, hey, we're going to roll with Jimmy G in 2023. Aiden O'Connell, they're going to roll with him in 2024. But here's the thing that McDaniels needs to learn. When your plan doesn't go as planned, you need to be able to have that backup. And to me, you need to know if Aiden O'Connell is your guy because of how talented the draft class is in 2024. I'll admit, I don't want McDaniels anywhere near the quarterback, any of these guys on this list. And if I was one of these quarterbacks, I wouldn't want to play for Josh McDaniels. That's me being 100% honest with you. But to me, you have to know whether or not Aiden O'Connell is a reliable QB or else you got to go out and you got to draft somebody else. Unless all you believe AOC is this, that he's just going to be a career backup. But I don't think that McDaniels thinks that because the only chance when Jimmy G went down, they rolled with AOC. They didn't roll with Brian Hoyer. Now, y'all, if you made it this far in the video, remember, hit that subscribe button. Turn on those notifications because anytime Raiders news happens, we're going to make a video around it. And anytime new updates happen. I got you covered here. Yeah, I'm an emotional dude, but I'm an emotional dude because I care about this team. I care about this fan base, and I'm going to wear that on my sleeve. I'm going to wear it with my heart here. That's what being a Raider fan is all about. Appreciate all y'all tuning in. If you made it this far in the video, spam R-O-4-L down below.